You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. <laughs> I'm Melissa. I'm Ellie. I, I feel like that Teehee, <laughs> just Teehee. Teehee was not heartfelt, Teehee, Dev. I'm Calvin. I'm Ashley. Teenie. Yay, we're all back. Yeah. Yay. And now we're, and still no Dave. Aww. Hey, hey, the gang's all here. Almost all here. It, it is a free, free podcast yeah. day today. So Dave is the only um, person here who knows how to engineer other than me and Deb, and we're yep. clearly doing this. So <laughs> We clearly have much more important things. This drinking, <laughs> drinking and talking about things in history is so much more important. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Seems hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. We need you guys here. Priorities, yes. people. We, we want to be here. Uh, Cal is going to be our historian today. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, shit. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's the past. Things happened. Thank you for having me. And then they died. And, <laughs> and then they died. <laughs> history, history, episode over. How come this episode's only 34 seconds? I don't get it. <laughs> All right. The episode Before where they do, all died. Mm-hmm. Before we do our shot, what are we talking about today? Okay, so I'm going to be talking about two people. I'm going to be talking about Henry Ford Yay. and Charles Lindbergh. Yay. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Joy. Yeah. All right, so drink up, everybody. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah. Like Lindbergh, Much like the Lindbergh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what Henry Ford. So, you know. mm. There's a song about him in Ragtime, the musical that I'm doing. It's a bop. I tell you what. I'm going to send all the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so. Mm, that's delicious. Talking about Ford uh, super racist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll get there. If Calvin <laughs> is coming. doing it. Wait, did just, you just wait. jump that's, ahead? That's foreshadowing. Did you just call a Calvin? <laughs> that's what Not we call a... He was, he was just a racist <laughs> asshole. I that's mean, what we call so, uh, a goddamn spoiler. He didn't just not like... <laughs> People that weren't white, but he also didn't like white people. Yeah, he treated yeah, most people well, like shit. We're, we're going to get to all that here, uh, but I do want to just kind of go on record and let you guys know one, one of my favorite uh, resources for when I do episodes is a series by uh, Kenneth C. Davis. He does a series called "Don't Know Much About," and then it'll be whatever topic. So, don't know much about history. Don't know much about. Uh, U.S. presidents, don't know much about the Civil War, don't know much about geography. He's got a great series of books. I think he's written like nine or ten in the series at this point. Uh, Awesome. But uh, yeah, so uh, absolutely fantastic. So uh, almost – not almost everything. Everything I'm talking about today actually comes from uh, his book, Don't Know Much About History, which I just find uh, a fascinating treatise on on American history. It's all the stuff that your teachers didn't tell you. Or that hits uh, the cutting room floor. So anyway, today I'm going to be talking about uh, Henry Ford and, and Charles Lindbergh. Of course, everybody knows uh, the name Ford because uh, of the car, you yeah. know. Uh, but uh, Lindbergh, even though very popular in his own time, Henry Ford, of course, popular in his own time. They were contemporaries. Lindbergh's name kind of starts to, unless you are in aviation, uh, the further away we get from uh, from when he was around, the less people know about his story other than, you know, 
kidnapping, the kidnapping of Zenobi, right? right? Yeah. Which we will be talking about a little bit today. So here's the deal. So Henry Ford, I'm going to talk about Henry Ford first, and then I'll talk about Charles Lindbergh on the back, the back end here. But uh, both are pretty much, or were pretty much synonymous with, or became the figureheads of the shift from the industrial revolution to the technological revolution. It's interesting when we talk about the technological revolution, we're always thinking. Most people in our generation are thinking, oh, you know. Computers. You know, you know, computer, you know, the, the rise of the computer, but no. From the, laser disc to Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all those laser discs with bone music on them. Remember those things? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Laser discs. You know what's funny? Okay, so we had laser discs. When I first moved to Michigan in 1994, they yeah. still had a laser disc section at Blockbuster Video. Now they have no laser discs or Blockbuster Video. Like, yeah. so There's one in Alaska. They closed it. Oh, it is closed. They're all closed It is done. A comic shop that I follow because of SourcePoint Press, they posted a picture. They had something like a hundred laser discs that they were selling for fifty dollars. <laughs> nice, a whole nice. lot for fifty dollars, and it was like down Periscope was in there. Oh my god! Fun wow. fact about that blockbuster video, though, mm-hmm. in, in Alaska, if you watched um, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. the beginning yeah, of the movie yeah. where she lands in a in a blockbuster yeah. video, that's where they filmed that. Was would make sense because they don't exist anymore. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. They would have to have built it. Yeah. Um, so either oh, way, yeah, that's supposed to be the 90s. so Henry Ford is synonymous with the auto industry and, uh, Charles Lindbergh, especially if you're a pilot or in the aviation industry is obviously uh, synonymous with, uh, with airplanes, but neither one of them invented the thing that they are most associated with. Mm-hmm. They just improved it. Just Ford, it yeah. Ford didn't invent the automobile or the assembly line process. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah. he perfected both and made, and it made him rich. Charles Lindbergh did not invent the the airplane. We'll get to him a little bit later, but uh, he definitely was the first person to cross the Atlantic. Uh, so it's kind of a it's it's interesting when you think about this. So fun fact: so I do tours of of Detroit, right? Yep. Yep. I uh, <laughs> I did a tour a few years ago with the with a an executive team that was being transferred from their whole department of executives were being transferred from Germany to the United States. Yeah. And they work for Daimler. Okay. And I was doing this tour with my wife. So I'm doing the tour downtown, and then we went out into the suburbs, and my wife is going to show them real estate because my wife works in real estate. And I get to this point in the tour where I go, yeah, so Henry Ford invented the automobile. This is early on in my tour career. Yeah. And these Germans were like, no! We invented the automobile. Henry Ford invented the modern automobile. And I was like, all right, all right, sorry, my bad. Calm down, Germans. When once you guys lose your temper again, because then we'd have to lose our temper again. Uh, And we're back to back World War champions. I don't know if you know. (laughs) You thought you had a desperate in charge. So so anyway, yeah, so neither are associated with, uh, I mean, sorry, neither are invented what they're most associated with. Uh, but they did, you know, kind of perfect what uh, Henry Ford what is, for, right? is technically qualified as an innovator. In, in, in <laughs> yeah. um, so they are associated with the technological revolution of the 20th century. So we move from from trains and, and steam power to you know gasoline powered yep. uh, air, you know, cars, and then you know taking flight and things like that. So let's talk about Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Uh, was uh, the son of Irish immigrants, which makes the back end of his story really, really peculiar. <laughs> so, um, son, son of Irish immigrants. <laughs> uh, and he worked for the Edison Company in Detroit, which is now DTE Energy. Mm. 
mm-hmm. by the way. Mm. Um, <laughs> which is where you get the D from. Detroit Thomas Edison. That's what DTE <laughs> stands for. Uh, so if you pay your electric bill, I'm like I won't tell you what it if, is in my head. Yep. If, if, you, if pay you pay it. it, if you're not if you're not siphoning it off from your neighbors, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't pay DTE. We, we we're in Ohio. You got you got the consumers. Oh no, yeah, you're down there. Okay, I have I have consumers. Yeah. Okay. Toledo Edison. There's no uh, D. So uh, so Ford for the for the Edison Company in Detroit in 1890. So just so we're clear, I, I said Germans invented the automobile. So <laughs> Europeans invented the automobile. But in America, the interesting thing is the Duryea brothers of Massachusetts were the American pioneers in automaking. Now, you only know that if, one, you studied it for this episode, or two. <laughs> or, or two, you're listening or, to this episode. Or you're, right you're listening to this episode. People are like furiously uh, typing in Duryea. Okay, it's D-U-R-Y-E-A. Okay, say uh, – I just found that out as I was researching this. So I would assume that you only know this if you're researching this particular topic or you work in the auto industry. You might that, you might that, know that if your, you were an engineer or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you had to take any kind of history class on, on automaking. Right. Uh, but Ford Ford took their ideas, took the, the ideas of the European. Hey, you invented the car. I, I could see it being something different. The Duryea brothers, I like what you're doing, but I think I can improve on that. Uh, and he envisioned – a box on wheels with a simple engine, right? And so he invented the Model T, mm-hmm. which came out in 1909. And you could get it in any color you wanted so as long, long as that color black. was black. Yeah. Right? See? <laughs> See, in Detroit, we all know that. Mm-hmm. Around the world, people don't know that. Mm-hmm. So you can get it in any color you wanted as long well, as that color black is black. Black is all colors, so that's fine. Right. I can uh, pretend this is purple. And in the, fir- <laughs> in, the first, in the first year, in 1909, uh, 1909, 1910, uh, sold uh, 11,000 that first year. Which right. is a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. lot. All right. For for a brand new thing, that yeah, costs yeah. a lot, lot of money. Right? It, yeah, yeah. Super expensive. Yeah. And, you know, considering yeah. population and things yeah. like Popula- that. And considering the fact that uh, cars were new. Yeah. So yeah. roads were dirt. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're talking about there's there's no highway system at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also, think of this. The, the Model T. Only twenty horsepower in a four-cylinder engine. Yeah, it was going. Yeah, it was. Uh, this is the guy you fast. see. Like I see sometimes, if you're in the Detroit area during the summer, you will see sometimes people driving Model Ts. Interestingly yeah. enough, yeah. just for fun, they, somebody had enough money to buy one. And where I park for work, I'm right around the corner from the Ford Paquette plant, and mm-hmm. I will see someone as part of a tour. Yeah, going around the city on a on on a Model T, and it's cool, but at the same time. I still think like a modern driver, like, and I'm like, God, <laughs> drive faster! Why are you so slow? Why are you so slow? When you get stuck behind an Amish buggy, like, yeah, that yeah, kind that's of same never happened to me. But I've never been a Pennsylvania. We get stuck by Amish buggies. Really? Yeah. Is that in Toledo? No, no. But when we go to the lake house, yeah. I don't know where the lake house is. I'm black. We don't have that. You just super white it all over me. So we drove to Atlantic City a couple mm. months ago, yeah. and so we went through Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, I was gonna say that's where I got stuck behind Amish yeah. in Pennsylvania. I used to live there. So okay. the yeah. number of Dutch. And okay. Like so yeah, that dollar. makes more sense. Like, all right. Like, yeah. yeah. Not in the area. Okay. <laughs> you only got like one horse riding that buggy. So I mean, there are two, but it was still slow. Yeah. So literally four horsepower. So again, Henry Ford didn't invent the assembly line process, but he did. He did perfect it. Right. I can And. By perfecting the assembly line process, again, at that Ford Paquette plant, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, uh, it cut the price of the Model T from $908 to 
which apparently was a lot of money at that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the equivalent would be today. 1910? Yeah. yeah. To, to less than $300. Are you, yeah. are you looking up the equivalent? Yeah. Okay, all right. So Ellie's looking up the equivalent yeah. there for me. For $908? Um, yes. Yes. In so, what year? 1910. 1910. So he, is a, he has perfected the assembly line process, and by doing that, he is now able to turn out 248,000 of them. So he goes from 11,000 in the wow. first year to, to now 248,000 of them. Wow. And with the assembly line process, they were able to complete a car every 24 seconds. Wow. Wow. Every 24 seconds. That's uh, really impressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's absolutely impressive. That's impressive even uh, now. Now, yeah. uh, Ford paid, paid his workers $5 a day. Which was double what everybody else was paying. They were making which is good why, money. Yeah. yeah. So here's the deal. So if you are in Detroit specifically, but you can say whatever you wanted and do whatever. You wanted. <laughs> no, if you're if you're in Detroit and you are of any, generally any ethnicity, but if yeah. we look particularly at black people mm-hmm. and Arabic people yeah. in the area. Uh, it's primarily because, uh, well, I guess Arabic people has a lot to do with the Immigration Act in 1976, mm-hmm. but a lot of it has to do with Henry Ford. Yes. $908 in 1910 would cost you, at least in 2018, it would cost you $24,711.55. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a, right, a normal car price. Demand. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, wow. uh, so – if you look at black people and Arabic people in the area, uh, the reason why we have a lot of black people and Arabic people here mm-hmm. is because Henry Ford was paying people $5 a day. And so back then, people in the South, you have what's called the Great Northern Migration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to pay so, me? Yeah. Hey, okay. Hey, people are paying – You know, Henry Ford is paying people $5 a day. Not everybody got that $5 a day, but he had the promise of $5 yeah. a day. Sure. So a lot of black people moved here from the South to the North. Mm-hmm. Thinking, I'm going to make more money. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, same thing with the Middle East. You had a lot of people from, you know, from the Middle East. I'm just saying the Middle East. I won't name all the countries, mm-hmm. but yeah. from the Middle East that came here because Henry Ford was offering people five dollars a day, and then that got even bigger once you had the Immigration Act in 1976. So, uh, either way, that's what you've got going on there. I've lost myself in my notes. Okay. Now, that's all. He was also paying people five dollars a day, and I'm I'm seeing. I'm seeing connections to what I do now. I will not name the company I work for now, yeah. but it's really interesting. So he's paying them $5 a day, which is almost twice the going rate, which was the only way to keep them from quitting the dehumanizing work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to pay you a shit ton of money. And you're going to deal with all the shit. You're going to deal with all this shit, Because right? they said shit ton. And you yes. can't say anything. But he also realized – He also realized – that it was the only way to enable his employees to afford one of his cars. Mm-hmm. And I work sure. for a company that's like, hey, it, it provides a particular service. And they're like, hey, when it's time for you to utilize the service, obviously we expect you to buy from us, <laughs> which is which is kind of funny. Else. Now, Ford himself <laughs> cleared $25,000 a day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. That's how much he was making. Right. That's disgusting. Uh, now, he actually fired anyone caught driving a competitor's car. Yeah. As you would. Really? Now, so, so okay, so, Steph, I love the fact that you, you just got wide-eyed at that. Yeah. These companies still do this? They don't fire you because it's illegal now? Yeah. Back then it wasn't? They just, but they if, just if, you go to, you if you go to, say, um, the GM Tech Center in Warren, mm-hmm. there is a GM parking lot, which is closer to the building, and then there is a every other car manufacturer parking lot oh. yeah. that you can is further away. Over there. Yeah, and so yeah. you have to walk for, from further away. Right. So well, your car you gotta, might cost you less mm-hmm. because yeah. you went with another manufacturer, but you're going to park further up. away. Yes. Wow. How much is that? Ellie? Uh, 
Was that twenty five thousand dollars in nineteen ten or in modern modern currency? I don't know. You were the one who read it to because me. I, I don't no, know. Yours I don't, that you that you said he way. made it per day. Oh, oh, twenty five thousand dollars a day in in their money. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> try this on for size. Six hundred and eighty thousand three hundred and eighty-four dollars and seventeen cents. Oh that makes sense. Day. Day. I mean, Over a million I mean, dollars in two days. I and mean, when you yeah. consider the yeah. amount of money that like certain sport sports athletes, I think somebody uh somebody parsed it all out and they said for Michael Jordan to walk out onto the court and lace up his sh- lace up his shoes, he was paid thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Just to do that. So yeah, I mean we're talking buku bucks. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, but it kind of makes the $5 a day for his employees seem really shitty now. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, when, you, when you consider yeah. the amount of money that I could potentially make doing yeah. what I do and, yeah. and the billionaire who owns the company yeah. that I work for, yeah. it's I'm making pennies on the dollar yeah. compared to, to that person. Well, but and keep in mind, $5 per day per employee. There's How many ghost. employees? It doesn't matter. No, but it does. Thousands. Yeah. Thousands of employees. Yeah. Enough that he was still making it. it it's and five dollars a day in that in that. So, so even if you better gross. Even if you took off, I'm not an economist. I don't know. thousand dollars a day. You could give that ten thousand to your thousands of employees. So well, here's the deal. So they start. They, they start. But then you wouldn't have as much money. They're pumping out these cars. They're making them affordable <laughs> for the workers. Um, and the assembly state. line process makes them more affordable mm-hmm. for just your everyday person mm-hmm. uh, as well. Now Congress comes along and they fund the creation of highways in 1916. Yeah. And so now Americans are able to to hit the open road, right? Yeah. So suddenly, distant parts of one's own area become more uh, easily accessible. So I live in an area called Rose. Yeah. So it's crazy. I. I, I Live in a city called Roseville. It's not too far from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in Royal Oak right now, recording. And I think about I work in downtown Detroit. Yeah. And so it takes me fifteen twenty minutes to get there by by my car and modern standards. I don't. Even, I can't even imagine how long it would have taken in a Model T or how long it would have taken by horseback. Like is it a couple days? I don't know. <laughs> right. yeah. They yeah. they died on the journey. They died. Yeah. Of dis- they yeah. died of yeah. dysentery. Like the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Right. Like so, there's an of upper- dysentery. Yeah. yeah, they died of there's, dysentery there's along the way. There's peninsula of Michigan? What? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I didn't even know we had another part of our So here's the deal. Unfortunately, so most people he's paying, him, he's paying him $5 Early a Mountain day. Dude know that. But he also, <laughs> he also terrorized his workers, right? Um, he used gangster-like tactics at his factories. He kept the unions out until 1941. When you yep. were trying to organize, mm-hmm. he, would have, he would send his thugs out to beat up the organizers. Um, and the, it's funny if you go to the Henry Ford Museum here, uh, in, I think it's in Dearborn area. Yep. If you go to the Henry Ford Museum, they have this uh, this film that they show. You mean you've never been? To no, the I've been. Museum? I've been. Yeah. So you know he's where telling, it's been a while since Dearborn, right? It could be go. Dearborn Heights as well. I don't know, mm-hmm. but Dearborn, Michigan. I grew uh, up which in is where. Though. So <laughs> I'm like, how do you not know? <laughs> so Henry Ford is actually uh, Ford Motor Company is headquartered in mm-hmm. Dearborn, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, so either way, if you go if you go to the Henry Ford Museum and you go on the tour, they have this video. Where they gloss over that part of the history. Well, of said, Henry Ford was initially against unions, and then he decided he was for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he had the shit beat out of people. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. He, he was not a, he was a fool. Yeah, he just right. couldn't, he couldn't fight it anymore. Right, right. he couldn't fight it. He realized he was on the side of a losing battle. Henry Ford was initially against unions. Long pause, long pause, long pause, <laughs> long pause. And then I guess he was for it. And then he was okay with it. Uh, but here's the deal. He, what he thought of his workers is interesting. So he thought the average worker was so lazy that, quote, they won't work a day's work unless he is caught and can't get out of it, unquote. So basically he believed in slavery and, and field overseers. Is yeah. what he, I, I imagine if Ford had been 
born in the time of slavery, he would have been a slave owner. Yeah, right? That's exactly yeah. – I mean that that is the exact attitude. And – he was an isol- he was an isolationist, right? Who espoused an isolationist view? Oh, good. An isolationist foreign policy. America, Basically, America should like. not get involved in other people's <laughs> uh, other people's. For- yeah. Now, here's the deal: he espoused an isolationist view, known as at the time the view was actually known as America First. Yep. Yes, you are absolutely right. Shocking. So this is, we are now back to America First, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's repeating so itself. It, yes, it does, does repeat itself. That's what it is. So uh, well, it was It was literally known as an America First policy. We will worry about ourselves, and then we will worry about the rest of the world later. We, we, got, enough prob- we got enough problems no. at home. <laughs> Let's secure our borders, all those kinds of things. Even though my parents were immigrants. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Is this well, sounding I mean, familiar at that. all? Yeah. This guy could have run for president, <laughs> lost, and still become president. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, what? So <laughs> that's very topical. <laughs> that's you know, I like shadow history, but not when they get all political. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he's isolationist, believes in this America First policy, despite winning big defense contracts in World War One and World War Two. So Detroit is also known as the arsenal of democracy. So during World War I and World War II, we switched from making cars to making jeeps, guns, and tanks. Who did that? Ford. Ford did almost all of that. They didn't make the guns, but uh, they did make all the cars and the tanks. And, and, and Can all you imagine? Yes. Uh, if you ever go to Midtown Detroit and you go to a store called Shinola, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Shinola used to make the Willys Jeep. It was the Willys Jeep factory. So there's uh, Third Man Records there and there's Shinola. All of that was the Willys Jeep factory, which became the Jeep company. Which is they now made, in Toledo. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they <laughs> made Jeeps during World War I and World Willys War II, and Ford made the other vehicles, mm-hmm. the tanks and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Now all those, uh, all those defense contractors are located along Van Dyke in, in Detroit area, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Anyhow, I'm going to speed up here. He was also an anti-Semite. What? That's what we know about him most. He bought a newspaper called The Independent just to talk shit about Jewish people. Wow. That's literally why he bought it. He published five thousand. Uh, he published five hundred thousand copies of the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which was an anti-Semitic propaganda tract later adopted by the Nazis <laughs> and assigned for reading for German schoolchildren. You have to remember, uh, Henry Ford uh, was actually awarded a medal by Hitler himself. Yeah, yeah. such a good guy. Yeah, you know what? Uh, so here's the deal. If you don't know what the Protocols of the Elders mm-hmm. of Zion was, besides being a propaganda track, it was it was about a purported meeting of Jewish leaders. So apparently a bunch of Jewish leaders got together in a room to discuss world domination mm-hmm. and the subversion of Gentile morals. Now, this, of course, was completely and utterly debunked. And by the time it was assigned to German school children to read, it had already been debunked, but they were still assigning it to them because yeah, Nazi because Germany was Nazi it, Germany. It, it helped them with their Yeah, Nazis going to Nazi. Nazis going to Nazi. Can you imagine good. having an, any other conspiracy theory as required reading, like for required learning for your high school? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the yeah. moon landing. So, well, I, I will tell you within the black, in, within the, within the black, within the black community, there's something called, uh, there's a story of Willie Lynch, which never happened. Mm-hmm. Never happened what, whatsoever, but a lot of black people believe it and are taught to read this story. Also, in American history, we're taught about, you know, uh, was it, uh, who's the first president? George Washington <laughs> chopping yeah. down a cherry tree. I cannot tell a lie. Yeah. It was me. That never happened. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's. it's well, that's not a conspiracy theory. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose it, it's not a conspiracy theory, it but does, it's lies that we teach it's people. It's pomp and circumstance. It's lies yeah. that we teach people for a particular 
political purpose. For George Washington, his story, the story was, hey, we don't believe mm-hmm. that America's going to make it and this guy's going to be our first president and mm-hmm. how is he different from a king because we never had a president before mm-hmm. so they have this convenient lie. Yeah. So I understand why it was done, mm-hmm. but we also hate the Nazis, so fuck the Nazis. Yeah. So, so there's a, uh, an alternative history book called The Plot Against America that also touches on a lot of this actual stuff that's happening. The America First Movement, uh-huh. Henry Ford, uh, and then I'm sure it's going to, when it gets tied into the Charles Lindbergh <laughs> stuff, like all of this happens in this it's speculative history book. Definitely a great book. You should read it. Uh, Ellie oh, is raising okay. her hand. I I, raising her hand. Ask, I love this. Is that like... I was going to ask when you said alternative history, like, is it filled with alternative facts or it's, is it's it a, like legit? It's like a, it's a speculative history book. Like if. What if? Yeah. If, it's like, like what if in Marvel? This, like, <laughs> if all this stuff that Ford and and Charles Lindbergh Actually were involved in. Actually followed through and, like, and, and came to fruition. And, and we had another. We had it's Man Trump. in the High Castle. Yeah. We it's had man another in the high Trump castle. back yeah. then. Like what would have happened? Well, like what oh. have Like Guns yeah. of the South is yeah. a whole series oh, okay. of books about what if the South had won the Civil War. What right. would yeah. today right. look like? Right. So so here's a great, uh, great so thing. So you keep saying propaganda track. Is that like the written equivalent of a diss track? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think when I think tracks, I think like people showing up at your at your house to preach religion to you. I don't know. Um, so here's the deal. So Henry Ford obviously had a stubborn streak. He was against the unions. He was against Jewish people. Uh, he was against his own workers. Um, but because of that stubborn streak and his conservatism, the Henry Ford Motor Company ended up slipping behind its competitors. So GM ended up taking over. Right. I mean, Ford is still around, obviously, but Ford and uh, sorry, GM started beating them. So Ford slipped behind General Motors there. Uh, But Henry Ford is still seen as an American folk hero personifying kind of the rags to riches American myth. Now, a contemporary. How much time I got? I got like what? Uh, Five to ten minutes. Five, ten minutes. Okay. Charles Lindbergh doesn't take as long. So it's great. So um, Charles Lindbergh also invented nothing. But um, if you're a pilot, you know who he is. Huh, say again? But he did it with Flair. He did it with Flair, right? <laughs> so uh, the Wright brothers began experimenting in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina in 1903. Now, here's the deal. Uh, Ohio has license plates that say birthplace of aviation. Have the, they changed recently? No, no okay. it still says that. So it says birthplace of aviation. From, uh, they're from Dayton. They're, they're from Dayton, Ohio. Now, here's the deal. Here's a fun fact about this. Though, here's where history gets gets interesting. So the Wright brothers were like, hey, we got this idea. Mm-hmm. Man, hear me out. Man in the sky. I think we need to be flying bitches. Man in the motherfucking sky. Like a bird. And Ohio was like, yeah, no, not on our watch. You are hilarious. Goodbye. Yeah, so they took their contraption to North Carolina, which for years had a license plate that said first in flight. So Ohio was like, yeah, not here. Then it takes off, and they're like, Birthplace of aviation. <laughs> but they're from here, so yeah. right. we might not have and said yes. Gonna, also, also fun here. fact, if you go to the Henry Ford Museum, Henry Ford had the uh, the original bicycle shop. The Wright brothers yeah. had a bicycle mm-hmm. shop. Mm-hmm. He had their house moved from uh, from Dayton. Dayton. To uh, yeah, to the Henry Ford Museum. Village. That's one of the, to yeah. Greenfield Village. That's yeah. one of the things that the museum does. Isn't the is they bring a lot of, house still still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got. A, it's really interesting to go there. So he's got a lot of historic houses there yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, other historic inventors. So um, Wright brothers invent the airplane 1903. The Lockheed brothers built commercial planes in 1913. Lockheed Martin, defense contractor, mm-hmm. that's that's who we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, history informs the present. So Lindbergh wasn't even the first to fly across the Atlantic. He is most famous for flying across the Atlantic. He wasn't even the first to do it. Uh, there were a pair of Englishmen who flew from Newfoundland 
to Ireland. Yeah, but, so it's but, a lot shorter. But it's a yeah, lot shorter. They're, they're not American. They're not. Yeah, they're not Americans. <laughs> um, but it's also a lot shorter journey. Yeah. A lot yeah. shorter journey. Uh, so the war in Europe has at this point uh, boosted the commercial potential of the airplane. Uh, and so even though airplanes weren't as economically impactful at that time as the automobile uh, was, uh, it was still symbolic of the adventuresome spirit of, of the times. And so Charles Lindbergh designs his own aircraft. He calls it the Spirit of St. Louis, which allowed him to fly across the Atlantic uh, 3,600 miles from Long Island, New York to Paris, France. Okay. He began on May 26, 1927, takes him 36 hours, and he carried only a few sandwiches and a quart of water and letters of introduction. Now, bear in mind, Where's there's the a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just reused the bottle. He, 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 he yeah. did. Uh, he had uh, coffee flavored liqueur uh, and <laughs> some moonshine. Um, so there was a $25,000 contest for who. Uh, can you. Ellie, can you look what? up how much twenty five thousand dollars? She already told you it's six hundred thousand. Twenty five thousand, nineteen twenty seven. Oh, nineteen twenty seven. Yeah, nineteen twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Now we're in nineteen twenty seven. So uh, there was a uh, there's twenty five thousand dollar purse that was promised to the first pilot to go from New York oh, where to Paris. Did it go? So he only carried a few sandwiches, a quart of water, and letters of introduction. Twenty five thousand. Yes, he lands in Paris, France. Thirty six hours later. Was it the Charles de Gaulle Airport? I don't. There was no <laughs> airports really, when you think about it. He probably landed in a field. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to build an entire new structure for this field. one thing. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so he flies across the Atlantic. So oh, that's uh, three hundred sixty-six thousand four hundred ninety-three dollars and eleven cents. Oh, that, that cut in half in seventeen years. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's really uh, inflation's a motherfucker. It is right? a motherfucker. So, anyway, so he lands in Paris, France. He's got these letters Welcome of introduction. I guess the letters of introduction are supposed to be like, "Hey, I'm Charles Lindbergh." Mm-hmm. Like I've landed a plane. You probably it. haven't heard of me, but here I am. Get the but, get the, uh, the get the press. But yes. this was world. He this was world news. Field. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Okay. All right. See, that's, that's good. Like, so, um, motherfuckers. <laughs> so he lands and. Did they all immediately surrender when he landed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we give up. A matter of superiority. Came from the sky. <laughs> so he lands. I'm sorry. I said 36 <laughs> hours. 33 hours later, uh, he's smothered with adulation. In France, when he gets smothered, there. smothered. He didn't need the letters of introduction saying so who much. I am. Yeah. <laughs> he lands, and they're like, "You're you're the boss. You're amazing. It's fantastic." Now, here's All the deal. The He's also an introvert. He's That's an introvert, not good for him. which is why he could fly across the Atlantic alone. Thirty six hours alone without my wife. I am good. I am so ever. good. Just put on my podcast and have some me time. <laughs> <laughs> she already packed my sandwiches. We're good. I got so, a um, But at the time, newspapers uh, named him Lucky Lindy. Mm-hmm. Lucky Lindy. Yep. Because of alliteration. But because he was also a celebrity, he became an instant celebrity. He uh, This led to a major tragedy yeah. where his child was kidnapped, mm-hmm. held yeah. for ransom, and uh, unfortunately his, his child was his killed. Mm-hmm. Right? Now what this did lead to was the passage of federal kidnapping laws. So kidnapping became part of the American parlance once this happened. Mm-hmm. So absolute tragedy because of what he accomplished. Uh, but he, he lost his child uh, in the process, which is which is kind of sad. Now, the person who did this was not from the United States. So being convicted was pretty easy because there was an anti-immigrant yeah, uh, f- uh, you know, fuhrer at the time. Well, so again, history, history repeats itself. It feels oddly familiar. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now, now here's the other deal. So and, and I'm going to land – no, no pun intended. I'm going to land this plane here. Give me about two minutes here. So Lindbergh <laughs> – 
Also, much like Ford, uh, anti-Semitic. Yeah. Uh, Anti-Semitic. Actually flew to Germany, uh, inspected inspected their airplanes there, um, received a medal from uh, from basically uh, one of their one of their higher ups over there as well. Uh, A lot of this was funded by Ford money. He was an isolationist, wanted to keep us out of World War II, but then, of course, the bombing of Pearl Harbor made us go from isolationist to to Big Brother, uh, essentially. Uh, But, yeah, he was uh, very sympathetic to the Nazi cause. Lindbergh was very sympathetic to the Nazi cause, Uh, even though he is synonymous with American aviation and American ingenuity. uh, He was very much... On the other side of the equation a when it comes to – Yeah, yeah, a racist brick. So both Ford yep. and Lindbergh are both associated with the move from the Industrial Revolution to the Technological Revolution, but both were also so very uh, anti-Semitic. He wasn't presented a medal from just any high up. He was presented the medal by Herman Goring himself. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay, so he was the founder of the Gestapo. I was just, yeah. you know, yeah, founder of the Gestapo, you know, leader of uh, Hitler's stormtroopers. I didn't yeah. have that in my notes, uh, but I, I did read that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, and then, you know, Ford, of course, received a, a medal from Hitler himself in 1938. Mm-hmm. So uh, these guys, of course, are synonymous with American ingenuity, uh, but also very problematic you know, views. I don't think that Lindbergh's child should have been kidnapped by any means no, and, and right. killed, um, but also held problematic views that were views of the time. But I just wanted to bring all that up because we are now back to a place in American history where we have a very American for, uh, America first view. Whatever your politics are on that, mm-hmm. just know that history does repeat itself. This is why history yeah. is important mm-hmm. to read this because yeah. yep, if you don't absolutely. study history, you're trapped in the prison of the present. Right, so well, and it, you always get the this is the worst it's ever been. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. No, no. Hold my beer. But yeah, so that's uh, not that they, both men did accomplish something great. Yeah. They did accomplish something great, but they also had problematic views. And I'm sure I wonder. I sometimes wonder what it's going to be like a hundred years from now, where I'm like, yeah, Calvin had an amazing podcast, but he believed this. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't, I don't think even know think, if I'd say they accomplished something that. great mm-hmm. as much as they just utilized what was around them at the time to do something someone else hadn't right. done. Like True. flying across the Atlantic isn't something great. It also wasn't something someone else hadn't done. Yeah, because right. someone else had done it. Yeah, but it was right. British people. So, yeah, you know. yeah. Oh, right. Fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's what I'm saying like they became famous for famous reasons and and yep. okay i'm done <laughs> no, famous for famous <laughs> also that history yeah, is repeating itself yeah yeah yes. mm-hmm. there's plenty of people so just so you know when america first was associated yeah. with the first time just yeah. so we're clear yes yeah. just to be and doing <laughs> bullshit <laughs> and now it's time to theme song. pop out the plugs i'll go real fast yep stephaniemenard.com for none of your Stephanie Menard <laughs> needs because I'm feeling selfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it's me. Um, you can find Cosplay Confidential as a podcast through the Podcast Detroit Network. And we interview cosplayers from all walks of life. You can find us uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, <laughs> Wording, um, and uh, you can find us on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential, <laughs> Facebook Cosplay Confidential Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise and Facebook Kiki Elise Cosplay. All right. Well, I'm Calvin, and. Um, you can, uh, of course, listen to my show, Leading Questions with Calvin Moore, here on the Podcast Detroit Network. It's also on Apple Music, but which Spotify. was put there personally by Tim Cook himself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Timmy is what I like to call him. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, 
fuck Spotify. No, uh, I'm sure by the time this is up, it'll be on Spotify. I'm sure it's on yeah. Spotify, right? Uh, but also, uh, 72tours.com. Uh, do tours of Detroit if you're in the southeastern Michigan area. And then uh, 1599 Pennsylvania Avenue, life from just outside the White House. Uh, hopefully it should be up and running uh, at this at this point in time. Excellent. Awesome. Cool. Um, uh, again, uh, The Plot Against America, I, I highly recommend checking it out. <laughs> Um, it, it actually talks about a lot of the like a lot of the history that uh, Calvin covered today. Plus, then like takes it like here's what would have happened, and here's actually what was happening behind the scenes. Like Lindbergh was being blackmailed by the Germans. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. So check that out on Audible. I think we have an Audible link on our website. I'm not sure anymore. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not even up? sure anymore. <laughs> um, you know, oh, hold up. I want to read it because it says is uh, Roosevelt is defeated in the presidential election yeah. in 1940 by Charles Lindbergh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a very. Oh, it's a no. very excellent uh, speculative history What book. could have been? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Oxide mm-hmm. Media, which is the new uh, uh, overlord of uh, Source Point Press, uh, Deepwater Games, uh, N3 Art, and as always, fuck Steve. Fuck Steve. Fuck, fuck that Steve. guy. And Jefferson. <laughs> and Jefferson. <laughs> always Jefferson. And always Jefferson. Follow Genie on Untapped. All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Stephanie. I am the Color Man Big Dev. I'm Melissa. I'm Ellie. I'm Calvin. I'm Ashley. Genie. Uh, just Dave with a random drive-by. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>